Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, you want me to get it? All right. What is going on, everybody? It is. I didn't know my fault. Sorry. Huh? I said my fault. I didn't know we were like. Oh, uh, it's all good. It's part of the. See, this is real. This is raw. This is really how it be out here. We're in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Outside the cage, episode 47. I want to say today. Shout out Andre Kirilenko, AK 47. Dang, I pulled one out right. You're almost at 50. I know we're almost at a year. Also, in a, well, international fight, we could be fifty. I think so, dude. Oh my goodness! I think so. Imagine, imagine if we get Sugar Sean on somehow, just, <laughs> just somehow, somehow, <laughs> some way. I bought a bottle of Howler last night. They gave me a shirt. Shout Howler. Oh, just like at the store. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we got a shirt." I was like, "Bet." That's fire. Shots. Shots hanging. Shots, shots hanging in liquor. <laughs> Talking about this weekend, dude, one of the best fights I've seen of the whole year. Wow. Jared Cannonier versus Marvin Vittori. Talk about a chin on that guy, Vittori. Holy shit. He took some punches. What a performance. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, what a fight. Um, I don't think we learned much about the two guys. I mean, I don't really think the win the, – what does the win for Cannoneer do? But, I mean, like, we kind of know that in this middleweight division. But, I mean – but I think the middleweight division, they just keep giving us, like, good fights that they just have to fight. Like, we'll watch that fight again, obviously. But it's just, like, you know, I'm a big, like, what, what, what next kind of guy. And it's just, like, there's nothing next for either of them. Yeah, I mean – Vittori's not even 30 yet, dude, but I think that fight's going to take some, take a little bit out of him. Holy, dude, he took a beating. Cannoneer yeah. set the record for strikes landed in a middleweight fight, and I think he had done it before the fourth round was even over. So he was just putting a gnarly pace on. Youngest looking 39 year old I've ever seen in the octagon, I think. It's impressive. I was a little worried about the age difference, not going to lie, but. He looked like the younger fighter. And speaking of a younger fighter, you there?
I have the difficulties here. We good? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. I got you now. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, dude. Speaking of a younger fighter, Armin Saryukian, a lot of people just thought he was going to walk over his opponent in that fight, but that was not the case at all. He ate a nasty left hook in that fight. I thought he was going to get finished for a second, but yeah. he showed some championship medal in there, freaking came back, got the submission. Or was it a submission or was it a TK? Knockout. Knockout. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I mean, little sketchy. He even said it in his post-fight interview. He didn't really fight smart like he usually does. He felt like he had to get a finish just because he was such a big favorite. So he kind of went, yeah. just threw his defense out the window, which you could see in there. Which is, dude, that's a that's a thing. When you're a big favorite and you start to overlook a guy yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Small margins in the UFC. When everyone's thinking you should like get him out in the first, and it's just like like getting through the first, like fuck, why is this dude still here? And it's like yeah, yeah it's tough. Exactly. And then when the guy starts landing on you big like that guy was, that was. Dude, but pretty solid card overall. A couple, couple controversies on it. The, wow, well, I'm a. I'm blanking on the name right now, but the guy who like judo slammed his opponent onto the ground with about five seconds left and just started drilling elbows into his face. And the ref tried to give him the benefit uh, of the doubt there. Yeah, was it Sabatini? No, I think Sabatini just won by decision. It was... Or no, no, no. He won by arm triangle. I'm tripping. I think it was... Let me see... Carlos Hernandez. That's yeah. who it was. Shouts to Carlos Hernandez. That was filthy. And then this was this was the WTF of the week. I don't know. Should we go a little out of order and just do it right now? It was it was part yeah. of the UFC card. So let me throw out the little throw out the little thing. The WTF of the week for any new listeners out here. It's a thing we do every episode. Just find a weird moment that happened in the MMA world that just has you saying what the fuck so this is this week so it was part of the ufc card dan argetta versus ronnie lawrence person stepping in well he didn't tap there it is he's he close tap, he but tap. he did not oh, he held it he, he like touched his hand yeah he pulled his hand he, away Peterson and then touched his hand to get that yeah I look he's like not that. tapping I mean, he's keith not tapping peterson, and he he's grabs thinking his hand. about look it. At him grab his hand and that's when he pulls it when keith peterson grabs his hand he pulls it mm, tough it's like, yeah, I feel like that's like one of those spots where the refs like the it didn't look good for the refs, so the refs like, bro, like, I don't know, that's weird, weird, it's hard. questionable with with who the ref is as well. All nonsense, as Dominic Cruz would say. Hey, <laughs> it was it was only Not fitting that Dom was on the. I don't think Dom's was a premature stoppage. I think that was a fine stoppage, but I just it's just funny how Dom goes at him for that. And then, it, of course, he was announcing yeah. when Peterson has the big screw-up. But respect to Peterson, he owned up to it, and he said that he made a mistake, which enabled it to be, like, I don't know, some different thing in the commission. So it helped in some way. Okay. But, yeah, solid card overall. But this weekend we got we got our favorite type of event. We got it on ABC in Jacksonville, Florida. Ilya Topuria versus Josh Emmett. 
in a sold out crowd. Oh, before we leave the uh before we leave the last card, bro, like imagine if that Cannoneer Vittori fight was in front of a crowd. They would have been going nuts. Like, <laughs> you don't gotta you don't gotta tell me. You don't gotta tell me. I, I know, you don't gotta tell me. I was thinking about that, Derry, and I was like, bro, this would be one of the most hyped crowds of the year. And oh, I'm sick of the Apex. We can go yes, to we can go to France and Singapore. We can do France and Singapore back to back weeks, but we can't find two cities in America. It's crazy. I know. But anyway, all right. Now we'll go on to the next card. I'm sorry, I had to throw that out there. Let's be done with the Apex, except for Tough and the Contender series. Thanks. But anyway, really solid card from top to bottom. There's some fights on the early prelims that I'm very excited for as well. But headlining it, Josh Emmett, Elio Tupuri. It's on ABC, so you don't need ESPN Plus. You don't need to buy nothing. You just got to put it on Channel 3 on your, even if you're at your grandparents' house. They probably got it on their old TV. So no excuse not to be watching this weekend. Who do you like in the main event? Let's just let's just start at the top. I like Ilya to run all over this dude. I love the fight. I love the matchup, but I just think Ilya's too much. Um, I, I'm just excited because one, I think Ilya and Josh Emmett bring fireworks. I think Ilya's better. I think Ilya wins convincingly. Um, I don't think Ilya. F- I take that back. I think Ilya finishes him in the third. Um, but I just think it's electric, and I think this is the perfect kind of fight to have these dudes on like a fight night I main event. I love Josh Emmett as a fight night headliner. Ilya Taporia as a guy. We're live. It's oh, gonna be fireworks. I don't give a shit about the rest of the card. It, it's a good card, but this fight right here in front of a crowd, in front of one of my favorite places for the MMA to be, UFC to be, Jacksonville, Florida. Shouts what all they did during COVID to help grow the sport. So I'm excited for this one. I can't wait to watch it. And they, like I said, it's just gonna be fireworks. And I don't think there's there's uh, there's nothing that Josh Emmett could do, but. I don't know. I mean, he has a puncher's chance, in my opinion, just because he does have heavy hands. Yeah. So he I, just catches he, I just think how he looked against Yair, he was a step slow, and I think is yeah. just as fast as Yair. Even in that Yair fight, though, like it gets it gets forgotten about, but Emmett did have some moments where he cracked Yair, but Yair's got that Mexican chin. You know, yeah. it takes like double the punches to get those guys out of there. So I don't know. I also have Ilya winning by TKO. Let me see what those odds would look like because I think I am going to be firing a little bit. I'm trying to get my bankroll a little higher before our trip to Vegas, before we're boots on the ground. I heard a motivating Phil Mickelson story yesterday about when he was in Vegas. Oh, shit. What did he say? Dude, he just he made a million on the football on the football games in the morning, just firing. And they, he had a party with a bunch of famous athletes and stuff like that. Just so, sounded like a movie. So that's, that's the motivation. Yeah, to win a million dollars in Vegas. <laughs> Come good. on. Come on. Dude, I think, I don't know. I've been spending way too much money, so I need this Vegas trip to go well. I, I, can't, I can't really afford to have a Ruger-style trip right here and you know, be down a lot. Yeah. I think, I think since we're going to be able to so see long, the... Bro. We're going to be able to see the fighters, dude. We're going to... We're going to know. We're going to know who's going to win. You're looking in their eye and you can tell? Just the way they're walking. If they have a bounce in their step. The weight cut's going. 
I'm a body language PhD. I'm trying to get on, I'm trying to get on embedded. Shouts embedded. Put me on. Dude, if we're standing next to Steven Chaco, we'll probably get in the shot. Facts, facts, facts. They're in every single one. Facts, they are. And then the co-main, honestly, I think they could have gone a couple other ways with the co-main for this Jacksonville card. But it's going to be a solid fight. Amanda Rebus versus Macy, the future barber. I got Rebus winning by decision. She's a minus 180 favorite uh, overall. So, yeah, add a little juice to it. I put some methods out for this card. I put some methods out on my paper. And then we've got Cody Brundage versus Cedricus Dumas. Cedricus, he's a, he's a Florida boy. He just throws down. I think he was, I don't know. Never mind, actually. But, yeah, he's a fun fighter to watch. But I do think Cody Brundage is going to get the job done, maybe by submission. In Dumas' last fight, he had good stuff to offer on the feet, but it almost looked like Cyril gone versus John Jones once the other guy got a hold of him. I think it was Evan Elder. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, in this fight, I expect Brundage to just... David Anama. Yup. I expect Brundage to wrestle him. And then we got David Onama versus Gabriel Santos. Shouts San Diego alum Onama. I didn't get to see that one, unfortunately. But yeah, but unfortunately, there's a lot of good guys that could have been a I know. There's yeah. Alan, I think Alan I'm gonna Magnum Yeah, Rose. that's gonna be I have a method on that one. I have Brendan Allen winning by submission. Silva's oh, lost six fights by submission. Oh, you have Allen as underdog. Yeah, Allen winning is a favorite, but by submission. So get yeah. some juicy odds for that. And Allen's been submitting people left and right. He's been on a solid win streak. So give me Allen there. Neil Magny, Neil Magny versus Phil Rowe. Solid fight right there. I think that's going to be some fireworks. But I also think Magny might incorporate his wrestling a little bit. And if he does that, he should be able to take the decision. Does, uh, does Uma Gulab get to fight th- this weekend? Dude, that should be the real bet. I don't know. I don't want to see the Australians <laughs> fight until both guys. Are... I feel so bad for Zalgis. Yeah, bro. He ever... so he got I think three split decision losses where a lot of people thought he won, and then he's had like four canceled fights where it hasn't been canceled very far out from the card. It's been like a day or two before the fight. He for time. sure needs like a backup fighter on his cards, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they for don't sure just schedule like two guys. Yeah, give him a guy that's not in the UFC yes, yet. Too, guys. Say, hey, this guy's gonna pull out probably, so you're gonna be fighting Zalgis this day. Just treat it like, treat it like you're the number one guy. And then, Literally. actually, a little 805 representation: Tabitha Ricci versus Jillian Robertson, and that's Tabitha Ricci from the 805 training out of Paragon Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and she's also sponsored by 805. So. I'm pretty jealous Hello. of that. That's probably the number one sponsorship I'd ever want to have in the world. So, yeah, 805 if you're listening. Trevor yeah, Peak? I think Jillian, yeah, Trevor Peak. Not opening up the card anymore. Got moved up. He has an opponent change. 
And I like his odds for this. This guy's taking this fight on short notice. And it's even money. So, Trevor, he honestly, he didn't look like the most skilled fighter in his debut. But you can't deny the fact that he has an iron chin. And he loves to throw hands. And he likes to just generate violence out there. And that's what I think he's going to do again. Open up the card. I don't think he'll ever be fighting in the apex again. He's just too yeah. crowd friendly. And yeah, I, oh yeah. But that Robertson and Ricci fight, I think that's actually going to be an elite girl fight. One of the best ones of the year. They're both up and coming younger fighters. They're both good grapplers. I think we'll see yeah. some cool exchanges and I like Jillian to take it by. I don't know. Honestly, I might just bet in this one to end in submission one way or the other. Mm. and i think that about does it for the jacksonville card you got i i got i got a couple things to ask you um is the cheeto in um suhudo thing real i don't know bro i don't know what i don't know what's real with suhudo and what's not but but that's that's kind of right yeah, I want to see Marab versus Henry more than I want to see Cheeto but versus Marab's, Henry. Marab's hurt, though. Oh, yeah, you had to get hand surgery, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I guess. Or it could be the winner. I guess in San Hagen's fighting Umar now, which we'll get yeah, into. Yeah, that's, that, that's official. But I saw something of Henry, and then I saw Henry and uh, um, Cheeto on the O'Malley card with Alja. Yeah, is that official official? That's, it's not official, but that's... I saw someone post it, bro, and I was, and it looked like real, but it's like you know how they be doing those fake cards and shit. But like, yeah. there's literally the whole card, the whole card that's like actually like real, oh, and then they threw that fight in there. So I was like, I don't know, dude. I mean, I think that would make sense. That would just boost the whole having Henry there. I think that's yeah. that's gonna bring more eyes onto the embeddeds and stuff like that. See, he's a funny little troll. Because then, because then, then, what you can, because it's a win-win. Because if Whoever wins the Sugar Aljo fight, if Henry wins, he could uh, fight them again. It's a better, it's another fight you can sell. Um, yeah. If Cheeto wins, you can do Sugar and Cheeto. That's what everyone wants anyway. Dude, I think Sugar and Cheeto, if that would be an ultimate fighter coaching season, I think that's what the next season would be. Really? That's my prediction. If that fight, if both those guys win their next fights, I think yeah. that'll be the next season of the Ultimate Fighter. Boom, laying my claim worse. out there. Can't be worse. It can't be any worse than this season. Isn't that sad? We had such high hopes. Bro, Bro like, the ult- usually, like all the Ultimate Fighters, I like. If I don't watch it the day it comes out, I like make it a point that the first thing I do in the morning the next day is watch it. But like last week, I was I didn't watch it till like Thursday, bro. I was like, bro, I'm not really tripping on watching it. Like that's when you that's when you know you're just not as into it. Yeah. So does Connor? So, does, so we haven't talked about all of Connor's bullshit. Does Connor fight it? He didn't get in the Isada pool, so whatever that means. Um, does first of all, does he fight? Does he fight Chandler? Second of all, does he fight ever again? I remember I said a while ago, I didn't think he would fight again. And then I started to go back on that once he started looking like he's going to fight. But dude, with the new allegations, I don't know if that's really going to keep him out of the octagon, but it's just more negative stuff for him. And you can tell that he's not living a fighter's lifestyle one bit. And I think, 
It's starting to make me think he's going to get murked by any of those top lightweights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you see a him versus Oliveira if Oliveira was to somehow pull off a win over Islam? I mean, all those guys want to fight Connor. That's the thing. So if he yeah, can just it's, it's stay out of trouble. Yeah. Dude, I I know we're not we're not TMZ or anything like that, but you gotta take on all the allegations and stuff that's been going on with the heat game. Uh my take is at first it obviously looked bad. Um anytime you just like her sto- just hearing the story first and then you seen the video come out kind of matched her story so it's like oh shit that really did happen but then i seen a new video of her like after that supposedly like in the club dancing so it's yeah. like i don't really know i don't think i think i don't think i can have an opinion because we don't know the timetable of which happened like she could have been dancing at the club first and then the bathroom came next like we don't know the ta- actual timetable but i'm more like my, my, my biggest question is i didn't know that he had a club in their arena Bro, that looked sick. That's I mean, why I, that, that was my question. Like at halftime, just go get lit, go back out to the gate. That's just cool. Yeah, they got the I think that's for like the courtside people. It's they league. got a little they got a spot they can go at halftime. I've heard the Celtics have that too. That's fire. Yeah, that place did look sick, but bro, McGregor, he's dude, it almost kind of seems like Mike Tyson vibes a little bit, huh? Yeah. He just thinks he can yeah. do whatever he wants, like thinks nothing's gonna happen no matter what, but Bro, even the extra punch on the mascot. Bro, yes. No, that's what I was going to – what was the deal with that thing? So what what, what happened there? So was I think the it night? was staged. Huh? Was that all the same night? Yeah, that was halftime of the game. Yeah. So, like, dude, that's just not good. Adding all those things together makes it so look like he's trying so – he So he was supposed to punch him, right? So it was okay that he punched him? I think so, yeah, because he was supposed to punch him once, but I think the follow-up one – was the one that really hurt him because he seemed to bounce the dude's head off the hardwood. I don't know if I don't know if he thought that the mascot's head would just be like a helmet and protect him, like it's headgear or something like that. But gosh, dude, I think he's probably just coked up doing crazy stuff yeah. out there, yeah. living like Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's like he's doing John Jones stuff, but he has A-list celebrity status, so there's just cameras on him and... It's even worse than when John was doing it. Um, eh, I guess not. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's tough to kind of the end of the Ultimate Fighter to see what they announced because there was going to be an announcement at the end. So I just don't know, man. You just never know with this dude. Like, it's you can't really count on it. I thought when we got the tough announcement that I was like, all right, it's real now. But then everything after that, tough doesn't look great. It's just, I don't know. It just feels off. Yeah, it does, man. <sighs> Which sucks because I think everyone wants to see me. And I think he wants oh, to yeah. fight, but I just don't know if he wants to live that lifestyle 24-7. And he always said when he was young, hungry McGregor, he always talked about how, like, the money probably was his number one motivation, you know? Like, 
even sugar i feel like sugar is a little different because when sugar talks he's like yeah the money's cool but i don't know i really just want to be great but yeah. then again he doesn't have that mcgregor money yet so you don't really know that is, sugar hasn't been great and tasted the greatness like yeah connor's been great he's been the pinnacle of the sport he's been to the top so it's like he's had that like sugar's still chasing that that's true that's very true still has that's the, the hunger. difference yeah like Connor's like, yeah, Connor can say he's still hungry, but at the end of the day, is like he's done what he can. Like he can go to bed at night knowing he's a fucking double champ and like one of the best ever. Sugar can't say that because he's never he's never touched he's never touched gold. That's the truth right there. Dude, yeah. other oh yeah, what about uh Bellator on Friday? Solid co main and main event. It was that Chicago card that we talked yeah. about a while ago. I, Bellator, bro. I like Bellator. Yeah, bro. I watched they, a little bit of PFL, it was terrible. John and Francis was the most exciting thing that happened yeah. by a mile. Bro, John would fucking rail that dude. He's too big for him. Way too fucking big for him. <laughs> he is huge. Bro, he is huge. Big. What's up with yeah, him, bro? What the fuck? Why did like Jamal Hill and John Jones just never get to fight? I don't know. I Jamal confuses me. I think that that division's just in such a weird spot right now. Yeah. Because they want it to be Yuri, but you that injury they said it would take like a year minimum right when it first happened so i'm thinking they go Pereira and yon winner but then it's like that's another whole fucking year that jamal has to wait yeah dude he hasn't gotten to defend his belt yet right yeah no he hasn't <laughs> that's crazy and they fought in eh, did they fight in january or no i think so january feb was a long time ago yeah that is that isn't even six months yet, which I guess uh, it's kind of like Khabib vibes. Yeah. But no, just usually there's like an announcement. There's never an announcement. I think for yeah. sure one Yuri. Um, if Pereira beats Jan, fights Jamal, beats Jamal, assuming Izzy still has his belt at 85, does Izzy go to light heavyweight? A, I don't know. I don't, that, that's not a good fight for Izzy. You're giving Pereira more of an advantage. Izzy's a middleweight. Like, I think if he doesn't if he doesn't struggle to make the weight, I mean, yeah, daring to be great, double champ status is sick, but you could just run middleweight for his whole career, in my opinion. What is Hamzad doing? What's the deal there? He's got to fight soon. I mean, I heard him say this week that he wants to fight on Paris and or Abu Dhabi, which would be pretty cool. But so what is talking the deal like? Yeah. Do you think he just says this and he's turning down fights, or do you think there's just really no fight offers? They have to offer three times a year, according to Dana. That's what he's always said. You know, they said we are contractually obligated to give him three fights a year, but I don't know because he says he's ready to go. Unless yeah. they're just – it's annoying. It's really annoying because it's a dude's prime athletic years and we're not really getting to see him fight that much. Yeah. Dude, I heard this one thing that was pretty interesting – it was about Dagestani privilege. It, it roots back to during COVID when the Saudis, apparently they invested a lot of money in the UFC. So they it's almost not like live PGA, but they do have a little bit of influence, people think. And then people are saying maybe that's why. That why Islam, Islam didn't fight for a whole year and he's going to fight in the Abu Dhabi card? Yep, and then that's all people are saying that might be why Amir Albazi got that decision over Kai Kara in that title eliminator fight. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And another one that was even deeper. I saw this on a YouTube video. Conspiracy warning. This is just a conspiracy. They were saying that during the remember when Charles missed weight, people were saying that the scales were messed up all week. Like the hotel scales were saying that they were good. Yeah. So some people are saying that the UFC sabotaged Charles. So then after he won, this is all conspiracy, like I said, but it's just fun food for thought. You know, it's what we do. Or at least what I do. And then, um, so yeah, they sabotaged the weight cut. So that way he wouldn't be champ and he wouldn't have a good um, negotiation stance. Like he'd be in a bad spot for those. So then he had to turn around quick and fight on that Abu Dhabi card in like two or three months against Islam. Because if he was the champ, he could have done some Leon shit and just been like, ah, I don't want to fight in Abu Dhabi. But the UFC needed that Abu Dhabi card to be a banger because the Saudis have a little say. Yeah. Maybe they're saving Hamza for that too. I don't know. A little Dagestani privilege. That's why the Abu Dhabi cards are fucking loaded. And that's why we keep seeing all these new guys, these Russians with their padded padded records, fighting cans, yeah. getting in over guys like the Viper that really deserve it. So, yeah, some fun food for thought out there, you know. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple fight announcements. Uh, give it to me. And they better be good. Hmm? They better be some good ones. I mean, these are so I got the ones that that Dana rattled off on that. I don't know if it's Instagram Live or just an Instagram video, but USC UFC Nashville on August fifth. Dude, that that might be the one that I would choose to go to out of all the city cards so far. Yeah, facts. Either that or Orlando. But Nashville is cooler than Orlando, I think. I've never been to either of them, but from an outsider's perspective, we got Corey Sanhagen taking on Umar Nurmagomedov in the main event. It's a man. It's a risky move from from uh, Sanhagen, but I mean, does the winner of this get a title shot? I think if Corey wins, he for sure gets a look. Yeah, sure. and if Umar wins, if Umar wins. Umar wins. <laughs> and then the co-main we got Dustin Jacoby versus Big Kennedy. Hard last name to say, but that's going to be that's, a that's gonna be a really good fight. That's yeah. I like mm, that fight. in front of the in front of the Nashville crowd too. Yeah, going to be going hard. And then we got Billy Q versus Damon Jackson on that card as well. And then that that card's loaded with some good fights, but we still got a few months, so we'll get to those as they come along. And then UFC Singapore. August 26th. Fight night? Fight night, yeah, not a pay-per-view. So we got a very, very solid main event, but a little questionable. Max Holloway versus the Korean Zombie. Why? Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, Why is it questionable? People are just saying that Holloway's going to whoop on the zombie. Yeah, but he whoops on everybody else that's not named. Yeah, either. but with Arnold Allen, Arnold Allen was the favorite for that one, right? No, it wasn't the favorite. It was close. 
Oh, but, yeah, what else, yeah. what, but what else? Like, what else do you want Max to do? That's been so hard. I think he's almost just got to move up, bro. It's just like I mean, what else? Like, that's a he gets to fight overseas. He gets to fight a big time name. Like, let him make his money. Yeah, he's gonna make a bag for sure. Do you think yeah. if he did some John Jones type shit and took not a, maybe not as long as John took off, but maybe like eight months and just really bulked up and became a true one fifty fiver? If he'd have something to offer at that division. That division's good, man. I just Chandler, Poirier, like he's not Gaethje. He's younger than all those dudes though. Yeah. So they're they're all they're not on their way out yet, but we can all agree that they probably don't have more than five or four fights left in yeah. the top of the lightweight division. Yeah, hey, I was just confused on why that was like so questionable. Like I didn't think it was like crazy questionable. It's whatever. It's just tough. Not really much left for Max, but I think they did say that they wanted to fight each other also because it's like they're each one of the only guys that they haven't fought from that era. They've both been there the whole time. So it's a good fight to have happen, I guess. And then this one, UFC Paris, the next week. So we got Singapore one week, and then then the next week we got Paris. We got Cyril Gon versus... That's a fight night as well. Sergey Spivak, yep, fight night as well. So... Oh, uh, who is it? Uh, Cyril versus Spivak. Yeah. Fucking it's a good Spivak's one. Gonna, Spivak's going to roll over that dude, bro. He's going to John Jones I'm not, in? I'm not. I'm totally off the Cyril gone train, bro. No. Yeah, I mean, if he fights a striker, I'll take Cyril every day of the week. But against a grappler, especially now that John laid out the blueprint. Bro. Well, the fact that Khabib offered to train him and he said no. Yeah, he not even train him, just go work with him for a few weeks, go learn some things. Yeah. And then way off in the future, November 4th, we got another heavyweight fight. Curtis Blades versus Yalton Almeida. That's gonna be a cool one. Yalton's just been able to bully everybody grappling so far, but I don't think he'll be able to do that to Curtis. So let me see it. Hopefully, Curtis hasn't gotten knocked out one too many times at this point. But yeah, yeah that's that's what I got for fight announcements right now. Obviously, in a couple weeks, we got UFC 290. I am counting down the hours till we are there. I am so pumped. UFC X press conferences, the fight that we're actually going to be in the arena for. Facts. And I, bro, I can't believe I really got to be in the arena for a pay-per-view event. That's crazy. I might bring a duffel bag for all the cash I'm going to win gambling. Hopefully. Hopefully. Facts. All right. And, uh, oh, I got to ask you something non-MMA related that I saw right before we actually I didn't do it. No, 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 no. It's NBA right. stuff. All right. You're, okay. It's for your team. So, Draymond Green declined a $27 million player option. Does that mean that he thinks he can get more than that per year? I think they're just going to re regroup, see, see what's out there. I, I don't think, I don't think he leaves without, I don't think he leaves Steph. I don't think, I think if Steph were to leave and then he leaves, but I think as long as Steph there, he stays. I don't think he's leaving. Not I just don't him. get why he doesn't take that money. That's there's yeah. no way his value is that high. Like I saw 27 mil. That means he just gets paid that for that season? Like, that's a one-year deal? No, so that's what he would have made, so he opted out, so it's a player. Yeah, like, dude, he's probably – I feel like he's like a 15-mil-a-year guy. 
I don't know. I'm no GM, but like, bro, you're throwing millions out the window declining that. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And uh, Bradley Beal, Chris Paul trade. Phoenix giving up all their depth. I think Phoenix is good. Phoenix is good. Um, I don't really like kind of just kind of gives me the Nets, the Nets vibes. I mean, I think they probably trade eight in now and probably get a little bit, a couple of pieces, but I don't think it really moves much for me. It doesn't move the needle to me, really. I don't really, it's whatever. I don't think they beat the Nuggets. Dude, a healthy Nuggets team is just so perfectly built for a seven round war because they got guy and Christian Brown, he'll probably be a 14 points a game guy next year off the bench or something like that. They just got dudes that can produce and they all play good defense. They all play unselfish basketball. They're all, oh man, they're just nice. Yeah, they're really good. And Mike Malone, Mike Malone's a dog. All right, then is that is that it for episode forty-seven? That's all we got. See y'all same time next week. Yes, sir. Doses. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.